humbly, not respectfully. Yo, 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 welcome back to Humbly Not Respectfully, the podcast. I'm so happy to be back with you guys. It's been about a month and a half since I did my my last uh, episode, but it's been so much going on. Um, I'm so excited about the next few podcasts that I'm going to be delivering, and there's going to be some impactful content. Um, but today, we're just going to take a little break and just talk about something fun, but something that's still impactful. Um, like I said, it's been a crazy couple months uh you know my son's getting older he's requiring more so i'm sure parents understand that but i just want to say again thank y'all for rocking with me like y'all do i appreciate that let's jump right into it so this episode i really want to highlight and let me just say this is a bit of a spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen the Kanye west documentary on netflix called genius so if you haven't seen it cut this off right now go check it out and then come back to the podcast and let's talk about it. But today, I just want to talk about the most important and impactful part of that documentary. It's not Kanye West. It's not Jay-Z, Dame Dash, Rockefeller, um, God bless his mother, God bless her soul. It's not even uh, Donda West. It's Cootie. Today's episode is titled Cootie. Simply Cootie. If you've seen the documentary, you know why he was the most impactful person in that entire series. And, you know, I haven't I haven't even finished the last episode. I don't even know if it's aired yet, but I just want to talk about the first couple that I've seen and why it's so important for everybody to have a cootie in their life. So <clears throat> back when Kanye West first really started getting into his groove, he was making beats in Chicago. I'm not going to go down a whole rabbit hole Y'all can go see that in the documentary. But he had a homeboy that, you know, he was introduced to through uh, an interview. And actually, you know, wasn't even really his homeboy at first. Just someone that had put a microphone in his face and asked him who he was and what it is that he does. And, you know, Cootie was a comedian in Chicago. But him and Kanye West linked up and he ended up picking up a camera. And when I tell you over the next however many years... He captured some of the most amazing moments of this man's life and not for his own game, but this documentary is really showing the world how important it is to manifest your destiny. And um, Cootie did that just with picking up a camera. He <clears throat> he knew he wasn't the rapper. He knew he wasn't the beat maker. He wasn't going to be one of the other guys that was in the upper echelon on a record label, he had a role and he played that role to the T. He got so much great content. And what I want to talk about today is really just being cognizant of the people around you and making sure that the people around you understand their role. You know, I've been watching a lot of interviews um from drink champs to million dollars worth of game game and when they have these celebrities on <clears throat> you gotta excuse me um when they have these celebrities on for instance i was just watching the little dirk interview on million dollars worth of game the other day and dirk had about maybe 50 guys in a room uh with him and wallow and gilly while they were doing the interview but 
what he did was impactful. Not only did he take a moment to let every guy in the room who has something going to market themselves, he also talked about why it's important for everybody in that clique to understand what their role is. There's going to be some guys that do security. There's going to be some guys that do marketing. There's going to be some guys that go out of town ahead of him to make sure everything is good. There's going to be some guys that, you know, help him to maneuver through the day or help keep a schedule and things like that. So I watch stuff like that. And even in a genius documentary where Cootie really honed in on the, the moments that the world never got to see about Kanye West and, before I go on, I know that there's a lot of drama surrounding Kanye West right now. And even in the past, I I love Kanye West's music. I think I think he is a genius. I think that he has issues just like the rest of us do. I'm not a man where I can sit up and judge anybody except for Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm not a man that I can sit up and judge and, and R. Kelly. I don't I judge him too. I don't you know, whatever. But I'm not a man that I can sit up and judge that man because he's having troubles. Do I agree with everything he does? 100% I do not. Not everything. You know, the whole issues going on with his ex-wife and how he's handling that. I don't agree with how he's handling that. But I'm speaking specifically on his music and how he manifested his, his success. And not just his success, but his abilities. He manifested his abilities. But... The world is only able is only able to see this side of him because of his right hand man, Cootie, the man who picked up the camera, the man who documented him every single where he went, everything he did. But here's an important tidbit to note about Cootie. Cootie wasn't just in this to film a documentary to get rich, because if you watch the documentary, there are so many instances where Cootie saw, especially later on in Kanye West's life, after there was a period where they kind of had lost contact with each other and then they kind of end up getting back together and working together again. But there was periods during the most recent Kanye West in the last six, seven years where Cootie would film him and then say to himself, you know what, I don't feel right filming this. I'm going to put the camera down. That's someone who cares about that man beyond what he can provide for him. He put the camera down several times. I don't feel right filming this. I don't think I should film this. I want to show my homeboy, my guy in his natural essence, but I don't want to embarrass him. Even if the embarrassment is self-inflicted, I'm not going to be the one to contribute to that embarrassment. And those type of friends are invaluable. Those type of people are people that really have your back regardless of what's going on. They're not looking for anything for themselves. They're looking to really make sure that you're good. And I thought he did an, an ingenious a genius job in capturing the man that Kanye West was beyond the music. You know, going from record label to record label to rap for other rappers and rap for other producers and shop his demo and you know some instances where he's borrowing you know studio time from other rappers just so he can finish demos and get his out and you know really convincing the world that he was who he said he was from producing to fashion to you know to just rapping to music to 
relationships, he really manifested every single thing that he said he was going to do. And to have someone in your corner like Cootie, who has utilized the platform that Kanye West built to highlight all of the things that he went through to get to where he is, I think it's important because it, one, it shows that the road isn't easy. And we all know that the road isn't easy, but when you see it, it makes you want to work that much harder. Um, I also appreciate how humble Cootie is, how even during the times when him and Kanye West kind of, I won't say fell out, but the, you know, just grew apart a little bit and Kanye was out doing his own thing. Cootie still kept the camera rolling. He made a name for himself to where, you know, Common reached out to him and other people in the industry reached out to him to film videos and to and to document stuff for him. He he really made a name for himself and he continued to keep the camera rolling even for his own family. You know, it was one instance where he came to Chicago to do a video for Common and Kanye West, I believe, had a, a concert out there that night and he ended up linking back up with Kanye. And he hadn't planned on going back to Chicago. But, you know, after the concert, Kanye went his way, Cootie went his way, but he went to visit his family. And when he went to visit his family, it was the last time he would see his father alive, I believe. His father or grandfather, I believe his father. The last time he would see his father alive. His father ended up passing away shortly after that. And he was able to spend his last his father's last birthday with him just because he went out there to help somebody else. And it's like, you know, everything, everything happens for a reason. And I just, I just appreciate that type of person to where they don't want anything from you. They don't want to try and take nothing from you. They don't want to try and hurt you. All they want to do is uplift you. All they want to do is highlight you. All they want to do is give you your flowers while you're here. And that's the type of person that Cootie exhibited. And just on the topic of things happening for a reason, you know, this is the first time I've talked about this and I'm not going to get too in depth just out of respect um, for my brother and my, my nephew's mom in the summer of 2020. Um, you know, my wife and I had planned a trip home to Maryland and unbeknownst to us during that trip, I found out that my oldest nephew, um, unfortunately, um, his health was deteriorating and he had moved to, they had moved him to a hospice. And again, I'm not going to get too deep into it out of respect for my brother and my, uh, my nephew's mother, but I had no idea. I had no idea. And there was another family tragedy that had happened at the same time during that week. And on the way to Maryland, my wife was in shambles and on the way back from Maryland, I was in shambles. The whole family was. And I say that to say this, is that everything happens for a reason. Everything happens in this ordained time for a reason. I didn't want to want to go too off topic with that, but, you know, just talking about how Cootie was able to be there with his dad for those last moments, you know, the fact that we were in Maryland at the time and, you know, I was able to be around my family, my parents, um, you know, we were able to talk to my brother and, you know, just be together with family. My nephew, you know, he passed that week that we were we were there in Maryland. And it was just as sad as it was, I was so thankful to God that I was able to be there with my family because 
had I still been here at home in California, I don't know how I would have handled that. Um, but, you know, rest in peace to my nephew, Dewan Brooks Jr., um, to my brother, Dewan Brooks Sr., and to Angie, I love you guys. Um, you know, that, as hard as it was on the family, there's no way we can understand how difficult it was for you all. So as I wrap that up, I just want to say rest in peace to my nephew, Dewan. Love you. But getting back to the topic at hand with Cootie, um, how many Cooties do you have in your life? How many people do you have in your life that even though you don't even you don't even realize that you need to count on people that love you unconditionally? Not I'm not talking about just family and spouses and, you know, uh, loved ones. I'm talking about friends. How many people? are looking out for your best interests, even when you don't realize it. Make sure that you have people like that around you. I don't think it's necessary to have a boatload of friends. I got about two or three close close friends that I know I can trust and call on whenever I need to, and that's all I need. And, you know, it's good to have people like that around, but it's also good to make sure that the people around you love you for who you are and not for what you can provide. Um, and I feel like that's what Cootie is to Kanye. You know, him and Chica, I don't want to keep Chica, Chica uh, was the other um, part of that that team that produced that, that uh, documentary during those years. You know, but for their selflessness and for, you know, their humility... Netflix played them over $30 million for that documentary, and it's well-deserved because it wasn't anything to uh, put malice on Kanye's name or his legacy. It was That documentary is really highlighting and really an eye-opener to the the genius that that man is. Whether Whatever you feel for him, you have your opinion, that's fine. A person that manifests their destiny in the way that he did there's a blessing in there, and you know we all we all uh, we all have sinned and fell short of the glory. We can't throw rocks living in glass houses again. I don't agree with how he handles everything in his life. I don't agree with you know back in the, you know a couple years ago with all the MAGA stuff. I don't agree with none of that. I don't align myself in any of that. But I don't ever want to dismiss anyone except for Trump and call them crazy because that's dismissive. You don't know what that person is dealing with. And I also don't want to feel like I'm condoning anything either. That's why I'm comfortable standing in the middle and saying, look, there's things I don't like, but I enjoy the journey that his music has taken, that his life has taken. And, you know, even losing his mother, um, that episode was hard to watch because Cootie was able to capture so many moments with Kanye, his mother, that you almost forget that she wasn't here anymore. You almost forget that she's 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 passed on because the moments that he captured were so vivid. These aren't moments that you can find you know, on videos on YouTube. Maybe now that the documentary's out, but before these are intimate moments that his mom was speaking so much life into him. His mom knew all his raps damn near all of them she continued to speak life into him even when he had start to make it she continued to speak that same life into him imagine losing that 
I, I, you know, from what I understand, he does have a relationship with his father still, but it wasn't as tight as the relationship with his mother. We all know, you know, our relationships with our mother and my, my condolences to any of my listeners and friends who have lost one or both of their parents, you know, I, 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 I have sympathy for that. My heart breaks for you because I know how close those bonds are. And when that bond is gone in the physical, it change. I'm sure it changes you. And watching how close him and his mother were and seeing how his life shifted after she passed away, I can't even imagine what that feels like. And I pray to God I don't have to for a long time. Um, because that was his biggest supporter, his biggest supporter. She rode with him for, it don't matter if the wheels fell off. She was right there speaking life into him, speaking, speaking, uh, good words over his life in his mind, making sure that he heard those words and, and that, you know, they lived in his, in his system so that he would end up regurgitating that that positivity into his own life. And he did. Imagine had Dr. West not instilled those, you know, things into him and spoke life into him. We may not have that Kanye West that we see today. I believe he was supremely confident because of his mother believing in him when the world didn't. He believed, of course, him believing in himself as well. But when you have a parent that believes in you, especially if, you know, that's your, you know, your father may may or may not be in the in your life as, as often as you need him to be, but him and his mother were close. You know, if you know his history, he, you know, when he left Chicago and moved to New Jersey, him and his mom drove to New Jersey. They were together. It was just them, his biggest supporter. You know, she didn't let him feel like he couldn't do anything. That's why he's the type of person he is. We call it crazy. We call it whatever we want. But that man has been through a lot. Doesn't excuse his actions that, you know, about whatever he's doing that's wrong. It doesn't excuse any of that. But he's been through a lot. But he still had the mindset of a winner. He manifested that he was going to be a billionaire. He knew it. And everybody's, I hate to say it like this, but everybody's role isn't going to be that easy, even though his wasn't easy. <clears throat> All of our roles aren't documented. All of us won't have a, a five, six part documentary at the end of our life. All of us don't have a cootie. In that, in that sense, that's going to pick up a camera and walk around because all of us don't have the same destiny to fulfill. Some of us in our lives, we're going to, we're going to go on and do some great things that the world is going to know about. Some of us are going to do some great things that the world doesn't know about. But both people are blessed, if you think about it. It doesn't have to be recorded. It doesn't have to be for the world to see for it to be great. But make sure you have some cooties in your life, some people in your life who care about you, who love you, who want to see you win, who have your heart. When people have your heart, there's 
there's nobody around that can tell them anything bad about you. You might be imperfect. We all are. But they're going to find the gem in you. They're going to find the beauty in you to continue to catapult that and bring that to the surface because they want you to continue to push forward in your goals, in your dreams. And in doing that, you become more confident. You become more driven to to find what it is that God has planned for your life. And it becomes it becomes even more beautiful because that sense of awareness that comes from somebody else just lifting you up and building you up never goes away if you don't let it. Cootie changed, in my opinion, he changed Kanye West's life. Kanye West may have changed his life monetarily, but he poured into Kanye West more than anything, anything money could ever buy. He gave him confidence. He gave his story a visual that will live on forever. You know, I was watching um, a clip on um, Boys to Men. They were doing a concert and this young this, this young, young singer, she's 13 years old. She had got discovered on Instagram. She was singing a cover of Mariah Carey's verses on One Sweet Day. And she's 13 and sounds exactly like Mariah Carey did when Mariah Carey sang the song. So they invited her to come out at a show and do that song with them. And she killed it. She killed it. And at 13 years old, she has already built or already is building that supreme confidence to know that she can do anything. And she wasn't even alive when that song initially came out. But it just goes to show you that what we create now will live forever. We don't we don't create things to live and exist for now. We create things to live forever. So if you're doing something out here, if you have a business, if you have a goal, if you're writing a book, if you're in school, play for forever. You might get the degree now. You might publish the book now. You might do the podcast now. But create something that's going to live forever. Create something that people love enough and that's going to create confidence in the people that's coming after you. The people that's coming after you don't necessarily have to do the same things you did. They don't have to have the book. They don't have to have the podcast. But they may be inspired by what it is that you did today. That's what I mean. I'm not saying have the same podcast for 400 years. I'm saying create that energy that's going to live forever. Energy lives forever. So... I believe that's what Cootie instilled into Kanye West's life, that energy. Now we all get to see that road that he traveled, the murky waters that, I mean, a murky road that all of us travel to try and get to success. We get to see. But just remember, even if nobody ever sees your your journey, your journey still means something. And it's a beautiful thing to, to see when people walk into their destiny when they manifest their destiny so i urge you to go take a you know go watch that documentary if you haven't watched it um i'm right back into this podcast so i'm sorry if i was jumping around a little bit but 
I just want you guys to understand how important it is to keep good people around you. It doesn't mean they're always going to be around you, but the people that you have around you, make sure they're, they're speaking life into you. Make sure they're building you up. Not, not yes men or yes women, but people that tell you the truth, people that build you up, people that highlight your wins, even when you don't ask them to. Those are, are people who have your heart. Those are people who care. And I believe that if we all continue to build upon the strengths that we find in ourselves, and even that those closest around us continue to pour into us, we can all do some amazing things, continue to do amazing things. I love seeing good friends of mine uh, start podcasts and, you know, clothing, clothing lines. And, you know, my, my guy rail just started his trucking company, you know, like from the dirt. I love seeing it. And I love the people that I have around me when that show me love for what it is that I'm doing. It's a few things I can't really talk about right now, but I'm about to shake this world up. I believe that. I believe it. There's some things in the works right now. Life is about to change for everybody connected to me. I'm manifesting that because I'm working hard to get there. Manifest your destiny. You have the ability to do whatever it is that you want. Manifest it. Keep a good circle of people around you that are going to lift you up, tell you when you're wrong, protect you, edify you, keep you grounded. Find you a cootie. With that, y'all, I'm going to close it. We ain't, we ain't do this a, uh, as long as we do the normal podcast. This is really just something I wanted to talk about just to kind of get off some of the serious topics that I talk about. But keep tuned in with us. I'm going to drop a few podcasts this, this month and next month uh, back to back. So we're going to jump right into some more serious topics. I want to try and get some guests on. It's a little difficult being out here in California. A lot of my guests are on the East Coast, but we're going to make it happen. So, again, I thank y'all for tuning in with me. I thank y'all for rocking with me. I thank y'all for listening. Find you a cootie. All right. Peace, y'all.